Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back, our Norse fans for Vikings Valhalla, which premiered on Netflix this Friday. I have been so excited to get into this series. I was a huge fan of the first four seasons of Vikings that was on the History Channel. Just one of the best, particularly the first three seasons, consistently uh, paced seasons of a show I've ever seen. And uh, while I didn't stick around after Ragnar Lothbrook because I just couldn't deal with the children, I <laughs> I really was was sad that I lost that experience and I would have loved to follow some additional characters, just not the children. I, I don't know why I just never got into Ivan the Boneless, Bjorn, all of that. I just needed that fresh lead character perspective that I wanted to follow and when I heard they were doing it based on Leif or Leif Erickson, I was like, oh yeah sign me the fuck up so here we are and since this is the first time we are jumping into a new series let's take a look behind the curtain i just want to ask peers maybe grab a pencil take some notes i'm about to drop knowledge this season consists of eight episodes it is a historical drama created by jeb stewart it is a sequel to the history channel's vikings um, starring our cast list here of Sam Corlett as Leif Erikson, Frida Gustavuson as Freydis Eriksdottir, Leo Suter as Harold Hardarda or Herdrada. Uh, I feel like that's who we've been hearing as Harold, uh, Haroldson. Bradley Freegard as King Canute the Great. Johannes Hawker Johannesson that is a lot of the exact same name as Olaf the Holy Haraldson Caroline Henderson as Jarl Haken this is a fictional character so I think there was some idea that there is a Jarl Haken in Viking culture but this is not meant to be an actual one-on-one -on -one reflection of that character. She is invented for the series. So that quashes that argument and everybody can shut the fuck up about... <laughs> I mean, they're not going to, but uh, she is the only African-American character. Though we did see African-American characters within the series, and this is the thing, and what we need to do better at in these period dramas is stop pretending like we weren't there just because you don't get taught all of the history story there, there's a thousand there's a million years of history on the planet and people be really acting like that one lesson they got in 12th grade is all they ever needed to know black people were around guys yeah we were not always in the positions of power. No, we were not, uh, you know, treated well in other European countries. But that was closer to the British Ireland and even a few other areas, even though there's a 
time in history where that changed in the 15th century i believe but hey there's a black trumpeter in medieval in the uh in the famous um tapestry the the point i'm trying to make is black people were there and in africa and egypt in particular we were gods kings queens we 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 came from riches that's why everyone scrambled (laughs) to rape africa so damn hard because it was so fucking rich all right so the idea that for some reason we never left africa in this 200,000 year time frame of society is asinine and i think it is important to showcase more black characters in some sense or even in the off chance sense and i'm sure they're going to go into her backstory and what has happened Uh, to put her in this particular position but it's not out of the realm of possibility just because you didn't hear every story every story was never told now that i'm off that soapbox because i needed to get it out lauren berlin as emma of normandy and david oaks as earl godwin oh i know that name from history there is a small recurring cast so i'm going to go ahead and give them some shout outs ash beyond crow as y'all care or car julian seeker as y'all gorm pollyanna mcintosh as queen Ooh, really hard to say that uh <laughs> el guife of denmark yeah screw that up john cavanaugh as the seer he's still alive he's still alive he should be just ancient uh don't know how to say this name peru oja oja as arnie or arne gormson lewis davison as prince edmund bosco hogan as king athelred ii also known as athelred the unready gavin drea as idrick striona yvonne may as merlin or no that's marin i thought about to say when did we do a crossover and then guess seren pillmark as Sylwyn forkbeard don't know that guy but there we go that is our our cast of characters executive producers morgan o'sullivan jeb stewart michael hurst who did the first vikings sherry marsh and alan gasmer i think we have given credit to where credit needs to be due so let's go ahead and jump into this episode welcome to the rice fields motherfucker just a few things before we do jump into the recap uh if you're listening to this wherever you're listening to this if you're listening to this clearly uh itunes pandora spotify whatever platform uh do me a favor rate the podcast leave a review my social media will also be below remember to like share and subscribe i appreciate it also at the end of the recap stick around because i will be doing a mini history lesson on some of these names that are recognizable for me uh we're gonna do leaf erickson since he is the title or character uh, once the recap is finished you can also send feedback to blackercouch at gmail.com 
now that the business is out of the way the greenlanders was directed by niels arden oblev and written by jeb stewart i gave it an 8.6 out of 10 it was an introduction to our characters um i really enjoyed the relationship between leaf and freitas i think that is a very strong pairing right there i like the introduction of yara hagen a lot and harold harrelson or what is he called i I feel like i I should know this guy's name um (laughs) because he was based on another character of the same exact name in the other vikings right so he must be a great and that's the thing about history in um i guess it's all over the world right they always name it other people other people like (laughs) no wonder everyone's calling their kids apple and juice box or whatever the fuck because for a very long time it's just you got whatever ancestor's name came before you it's like 15 of you so we begin the episode in a viking settlement on saint bryce's day we meet harold harrelson god i'm gonna keep calling him that is that what his <laughs> i need to stop i'm just gonna call him harold harold the king soon to be king of norway he is sending off his brother Sten, who has been summoned by the king they are all christians to attend him he goes to leave for his own destination kisses a woman goodbye it turns out this is a huge setup the king has brought his loyal subjects there to kill them because he has decided that the integration between viking settlements and the english the lines are becoming blurred and they don't appreciate the fact that they're becoming prosperous in their own land so they massacre everyone this is a big deal because the last time they decided to take out a settlement in england we know that ragnar lothbrook sons at least rolled up and destroyed everything and i do mean everything before dane law was uh, put into place to end the constant raids and wars that occurred in england this is my history coming to call (laughs) um and the fact that i watch you know four seasons of vikings (laughs) um so this leads to this also has uh occurring a hundred years after the whole ragnar lothbrook sons and ragnar ragnar lothbrook himself has come to england this insult will not go unanswered and it's king canute who has decided that he is going to lead many vikings into uh, london or england as an army of revenge this also occurred a year ago so they've had time to answer the call and they all meet up in Cadigate. Cadigate or Cadigate, one or the other then we are introduced to leaf and his sister freitas freitas is at the helm of that boat 
brother and sister have a way of communicating with each other they're very capable and i like the fact that there were women on this boat rowing even if the one did lose her <laughs> she looked like the whole entire time she was not gonna make it they're in the middle of a storm and they need to get past these huge waves that many many people have not survived but they were successful at not only to leave's direction but his sister freitas encouraging them on they have not come to Cadigan for the same reason though well it is revenge it's just not against the english they are there in regards to personal matter involving rape urge to kill rising they have never left greenland which was settled by floki right if i remember that correctly and they are not used to such a large city as Kattegat because it is a uh, the center of trade within the community so it still has a very viking presence and is also pagan although many of the vikings have split between christianity and paganism with paganism kind of falling out of favor and it is due to the fact that to move forward in the christian world you need to be christian that's just how that rolls they are surprised by the fact that they weren't expecting it to be so large or so very crowded leaf leaves instructions that freitas is to stay with the boat he's going to investigate in the city we did see a few slaves being sold of african and of uh, i don't want to say chinese but uh, eastern european descent in the market they're selling perfume he's like this is not what i signed up for <laughs> but i'm also heavily intrigued on the boat uh harold sees freitas and he likes what he sees so he goes over there to ask what her business is and amidst viking flirting they quickly get down to action i just had hella in love because <laughs> she was riding him to valhalla you heard me then she uh avails herself of the bath that he offered i would have fucked him too for that bath and he fine mm -mm. i would have been all over that i don't blame her one bit there was a scene where later on leaf is like well she's probably not going to be that into you once she finds out you're christian and i'm like how did she not know he was christian he was wearing that cross pretty visibly and then tried to hide it as if for some reason it wasn't so visible <laughs> and i like the fact that you don't have this uh you know it's it's not like oh i've had these all these secrets i need to guide it's like no this is my business i stated <laughs> i'm coming here to kill someone that dishonored me by raping me and not only 
continuously raping me and calling me scum but then converted me by branding me with a cross in my back though i've never seen it punk ass bitch motherfucker kill that punk ass bitch he offers to help but then leaf or leif comes in says the boats have arrived look gives gives harold a kind of like oh okay i didn't think he was your type and then walks the hell out and, and has no words I, I love that everything about that scene just felt good to me <laughs> just the the respect he gives her you're a grown-ass woman you can make your decisions i don't have a right to even speak on it man dying dying breathe that uh <laughs> they go to check out the new arrivals and upon i thought it was olaf she was talking about but no it turns out to be his second and i like that twist uh there because i i did not expect that to be the case i think his name was gunner but olaf is his uh, i'm guessing his uh king or his jarl that's what they call it and he's also olaf that is harold's half brother they meet up with king canute they end up following their trail and they come upon the army that he has gathered to convince to attack england when king canute meets with olaf he is aware of the fact that hey you're the person that built up the defenses and you're the best person we need to help attack and thus we want you to join us olaf has a request for his services the first being well the only being everyone must be christianized because he refuses to fight with pagans and that his god does not um i laugh so hard when he says he's like yeah my god does not condemn revenge i will say i think this is before the holy wars i'm pretty sure it is before the holy wars (laughs) but it's funny uh even still and in spite of that not even occurring yet how much how much revenge is is out there in the name of the lord harold tries to tell him look this is gonna cause a civil war it's not a good idea but that's what he wants and to king canute's credit he's like no i'm sorry you won't be joining us (laughs) um back in freda's camp one of the men speaks up and says look this is not what we signed up for yes on your father's honor i chose to come with you and avenge your sister but this is an impossibility not only that he seems to be a man of importance and thus how are we to accomplish this goal freitas is ready to die for it as she speaks to leif a little bit later and he says i just need you to trust me and that i didn't come here for father's honor i came here for you he decides to infiltrate the camp and as he is walking through he sees the christians he's not very 
aware of the politics outside of greenland and they explain hey we haven't seen a group of more than 40 people between greenland and iceland (laughs) in years and here we are smack dead into metropolis and we are naive little flowers he is approached by uh beckon whose father was killed by leif's father and that's the reason why he was exiled into to avoid justice to greenland and so he tries to attack him and we get another good showing of leif's skills we saw it a little earlier in the hall when one of the (laughs) when one of the men is like yeah i like that coat how about you give it to me and he says no he's like well if i ask you for the coat you're gonna give me the coat he's like i'm glad you think that's how it works in your world but in mine that's not going to happen and then he gets his ass beat for trying to take it off of him or no actually a group of women after they start fighting show up which i like that uh legacy of lagatha being like don't make me fuck you up and then it's squashed and he takes his weapons that he had taken away from him the the one guy and leaves we didn't see him again but i have a feeling we might everyone's got beef with leif So in this particular fight, he doesn't kill Beckon. He says, if I was my father, which is Eric the Red, I would have killed you. Harold watches this fight go down and he's like, yeah, I could use someone that not only was able to navigate that storm, but has mad ass skills in this fight. He says, I'll think about it because you're a good speaker, but I don't know. And that's when Harold's like, I'd like to get to know your sister better. And he's like, yeah, that's between you and her. And I don't know why you were talking to me about it because I don't get involved in that business, but you're also a Christian. So good luck. I did skip ahead a little because this was the next day. That night when he was in the camp, he had been approached by just some random person. It's like, you shouldn't be over by the Christian side. If they catch you, you ain't coming back over to this side. And he gives him some pelts to hold. And then he just like, yeah, I'm done holding these. (laughs) And gives them back to him. And makes his way to the front. In time to hear King Canute give his speech about what they intend to do and why they intend to do it. There is a little bit of a back and forth between the Christians and the pagans. That don't want to fight with each other. However, Harold is the peace ambassador between them saying hey i grew up in your household i was like a son to you but i'm christian and then also christian i'm a christian (laughs) and you should fight for me and he's able to get everyone on the same page so we're showing that harold has a particular skill as an orator freitas wakes the next morning she sees that the camp is leaving but not before she runs into Jarl Haken, who tells her that she knows her father, asks if he is down below and what her business is. She's like, uh, I can't give you all the details, but uh, it's 
kind of personal <laughs> she's like don't worry i'm a friend and also it's not safe to practice those pagan beliefs anymore except for Cadigate. so no you are welcome there but watch yourself i thought her father was dead because she mentioned that if she died she would be in valhalla and father would be proud but maybe she just meant that in yeah because if he was dead i think she would say as much i must have misunderstood that she gathers up the group and tells them that we're going to Cadigat because that's what Leif wanted me to do. Once the army gets to Cadigat, King Canute requests Jarl Haken to allow their camp to camp outside of her, or his army to camp outside of her walls of Cadigat. She says, yes, you are welcome to come in and also use my port for your ships. At the feast, he brings up her husband and what happened to him, that he was a good person. Something seemed to have occurred where Christians came in and attacked Cadigat and murdered her husband. And she says, me being tolerant isn't the same as forgiving. And then he hides his cross. Harold had told his man to keep an eye on, I don't know what his name is, to keep an eye on Leif. And we see that there is a plan indeed as Leif is inside. He sneaks inside. Greenlanders are not allowed inside. However, two of them distract the guards while Freydis and another make their way inside. He tries to stop him in enough time, like whatever you're trying to do, Leif. He's like, I'm not the one you should be concerned about. And that's when we realize it's Gunner who Freydis is after. Olaf is majorly pissed that she drew a cross on his chest and murdered him. Is he dead? I feel like he should definitely be dead. Olaf tries to kill her with an axe. However, I love that uh, y'all Haken stepped in front like, oh, hold on. You forgot that this is my house, my rules, and I pass judgment. She explains this is revenge because he was found guilty of a crime in Greenland. Olaf is still upset though and doesn't want to be told by a pagan what to do. Especially a pagan woman. Likely a pagan woman of African descent has his balls boiling but she says once again that I will render my verdict in the morning King Canute agrees with her but it really kind of simmered once Harold jumped up and said I believe her that she was raped and encourages her to show the crowd her wound and then once she does there are a lot of people that's like fuck them kill him he should be dead this is justice because under viking law this is accurate if you did something you were convicted of a crime and you tried to get away from said punishment you are within your rights to uh enact your own revenge and that's what she did and that's how we pretty much end the episode uh pretty sure they'll be okay i want to see more of haken of course but i, I like leif I like Freitas a lot and 
i am pretty sure harold's gonna find a way to take advantage of this situation because he's gotten two gems in one <laughs> in one package and he has plans for both of them and i think that's a perfect segue into our history lesson There may be a few spoilers in here, so if you don't want to hear that, definitely find yourself uh, back next week, of course. <laughs> like, share, subscribe if you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. And here we go. Um, I'm not going to go through every single last thing, and I'm also very sad about the neighbors. I can't do anything about them, it, it's five kids. And I'm not going to sit here and stop all day on account of them running back and forth and figuring out when they'll stop. So now that that's out of the way, let's go on the overview. We know in the episode that his father was Eric the Red, uh, which is a pretty well-known Viking as he was the founder of the Norse settlement in Greenland uh, and of Iceland. His birthplace, Leif Erikson, is not known, but is soon to have been born in Iceland, which had recently been colonized by Norsemen, mainly from Norway. I'm getting this all from Wikipedia. He is most notably given credit for discovering America as the first European that did so. That is incorrect. He was told of the, the coastline of America, but it was a different crew. However, it was Leif who encouraged many others to settle into Vinland, which is what they called their Norse settlement in America. What else do we have for Leif Erikson? He's just known as a really good um, leader, explorer. He fell in love with a noble woman and had two children. He did have a sister named Freydis and a brother maybe yeah i think a brother named thorvad thornston he eventually did convert to christianity which caused issues between him and his father and that he did end up taking chieftain position but he's mostly known for his landfall in america and also leading others to that promised land he um his date of death doesn't seem to be recorded though his date of birth was sometime between 970 and 980 c he died at the eight well some around some, his date of birth is in 1020 he was around 50 which is a long time to survive back in those days so he must have been doing something right eating that keto diet and that is a very brief overview of this particular character it doesn't have all of the things because this is coming from the viking sagas but i'm sure we're gonna learn a lot more about this character as time progresses in the show i think next time we'll do king canute because he sounds like an interesting guy once again if you want to send feedback blackrocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic.